hello. All right. So I am uh, back home. Um, up or last week, rather, I was uh, away. I was on the road. I was up in Boston. Uh, I think I might have mentioned it, but I was at a retreat for these entrepreneurs, these owners, founders, uh, CEOs of companies. And they they had like a uh, kind of like it was like a mastermind kind of group, three days worth of presentations and lectures and leadership type stuff and and whatnot. Um, and it was cool. It was an awesome experience. I learned a ton. Uh, extremely grateful for uh, the opportunity and really the experience that I was able to um, benefit from. And I guess that's what I'm going to spend a little bit of time today talking about. Um, I don't, I don't know where this one's going. Uh, so buckle up. But what I do know is, I have a feeling within me that is that that is tough to fully articulate. And I think that's normal. I think that's natural. I think we all have them. So, uh, you know, I, I put a couple of things down on paper. And I'm just like, ah, I don't know, that makes it a little bit, that misses it a little bit, or um, I want to expand on it. And, you know, eventually I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm good with just the fact that there's this feeling, there's this force. And I don't know exactly what it is. I don't know where it's going to drive me. Um, but I am interested by its presence. And I am interested in sharing. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm interested in sharing how it kind of came about. And I think, I think this is a good way to do it. Um, so you know, you're gonna, you're gonna listen to that that story. Um, so I, I gave a ninety minute presentation. Uh, up at this thing in Boston. So every morning I, I, I led like a little workout kind of little movement, little way to start the day, little mindset stuff, uh, casual, good, like nothing crazy, nothing, you know, it wasn't, it was nothing in, super intense or nothing crazy like that. Uh, but then on the first day I gave a 90 minute lecture and it was, it was totally like, to me to kind of decide what I was going to give it about. So I, I gave it a little bit about mindset, mental toughness, sharing my belief of mental toughness. And then I went to teach, uh, present about the BTE process. And one of the things that was really awesome for me to experience was that it didn't it didn't go great. I'm going to say I bombed it. That's that's me. No one else said that. One other dude probably, but I'll talk about him in a minute. I'm going to say me personally, I think I bombed it. I don't think it was a complete waste of time. <laughs> I'm not saying that. And I and and I know for a fact I I spoke with folks and they found value in it. And there's a couple of people that, um, you know, a couple of these couple of people actually are like, hey, let's let's talk. I want to do some coaching and and, and work with you and, and get involved and that kind of thing. So like that, that was cool. 
I still feel like I bombed it. And and that is that is that's a tough one. Like that's that's definitely a tough pill to swallow. Um my whole thing is wanting to put myself in a position to partner with people, suggest to them other ways of thinking about things, not in a, this is what I do, but hey, here's this other way of thinking about something, or here's this way of thinking about something, and equip people with the permission, really, to think about things differently and apply it in their everyday life. And that can be really kind of heady, I think. I think it can be really, like, ethereal, just just not super concrete. So it's natural, then, to look for stories to make concepts and heavy, and heady ideas kind of come to life. Well, I don't particularly enjoy telling stories like I understand their utility I understand their value I get it I, I I know but I am personally hesitant with just being stories a storyteller yes I, I I know that that is probably a deficiency and I think what was really highlighted for me um, at this presentation was the reliance on storytelling so in the in, in in you know anybody that's been listening knows that like yeah I'm not I'm not interested in telling war stories. I'm not interested in in sensationalizing things I did or didn't do or things other people did or or whatever. Like I that's just not my thing. However, there's value to creating a story or having a story or telling a story that somebody else can kind of get this aha moment. I struggle with it. I struggle with it. Um, and the reason I think why I struggle with, or a reason why I struggle with it is because I, I know a lot of the stories being told are embellished. And that might not be a popular thing to say, but I mean, I'm, I'm not interested in being popular. A lot of the stories being told are embellished and there are literary freedoms taken to either grab attention, make a point, validate a personal belief. And I think it's bullshit. I think that is fucking bullshit. And I'm not interested in that. I think a lot of people in the veteran space, especially from special operations community, have to, I think a lot of them tell stories for themselves, not the audience. And I have an issue with that. That being said, like I've said now about 50 times, I understand where stories are useful. And for me, what was really cool was that um, it's a challenge to me to figure out a way to develop my storytelling ability in a brutally honest, value-added way 
that doesn't make that doesn't sensationalize something that doesn't um just simply entertain and that really can 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 provide somebody something actionable in their everyday life half the stories more than half the stories that are coming out of you know all like military people they're not actionable they're not actionable for 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 somebody sitting in an office or somebody you know going throughout their day-to-day life i'm sorry talking about gunfights talking about explosions talking about uh deployments talking about it's just it's a cool story and that's pretty much where it ends so i'm looking forward to going back through some of my archives going back through some of my lessons learned and 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 really uh approaching it with with a new lens of telling a story that has to pass the litmus test of can this person relate and can this person apply this message in their everyday. Uh, and that's cool. That 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 that's cool. That's that's different. Maybe I should have been doing it all along. I don't know. Um, I had a guy ask me basically where was the one crazy scenario that i applied this process and came out alive and i i gave a little bit of a story he wanted a story wanted a story there was a little bit of a back and a forth and what was interesting to me was that I don't know. Like I, like, I don't know if there's ever this one example that perfectly makes a point. Because in my experience, the process that I believe in and teach and, and, and share with people, and they've taken it and making it life-changing is a culmination of a lot of different examples, a lot of different stories, a lot of different experiences, a lot of a, a lifetime of seeking and a lifetime of pursuit. And how do you boil a lifetime of lessons learned down into one singular thing? I I, I personally can't. And so this guy who I thought was combative and not really professional and a little bit rude, um, I really appreciate him. I really do. I, I really, um, of course, initially I was kind of like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, and I, and I had him sized up in a heartbeat, but then I was like, hold on, let me, let me like, let me like really try to get to know him and watch him and stuff. And I like him. I'm, I'm sure he's a nice guy. He was a nice guy, actually. But I appreciate the frustration that came about as a lack of getting the answer he wanted. And at first, I was thinking to myself, like, I need to answer this question. 
And, you know, the more I kind of was thinking about it, the more I was realizing, like, you know, that's probably a good thing that I'm not, that, 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 that what this gentleman is looking for, I am unable to provide. So I got to chatting with him a little bit more and, you know, it, it was actually, in my mind, it was confirmation and validation of the problem that exists within the leadership, the self-help, the personal development, the self-improvement space. Because, man, the books just make it seem like all you have to do is just, here's this one thing, and you're going to be Michael Jordan. Now, that's obviously a stretch, and that's obviously an overgeneralization. But, you know, there's a flow. There's a structure, and there's a framework, and there's a template to speeches and to books. And it's principle, or it's usually start off with a story. Tell a takeaway, tell the principle, maybe include another story. But it really stays at the surface and it shifts the awareness and it shifts everything to the external thing. Um, man, I wish I had, like, I wish I actually prepared for this one, but I, um, I don't have a book in front of me or else I would read it. But you're not interested in hearing about a book that you can read. My point is, there has been a conditioning in my mind with how things are told and how deep things go and 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 frankly i just don't think things go all that deep and i don't believe it's necessarily the author's fault or the or or whoever's giving a lecture their fault the responsibility to go deep is at the individual level it is take something and dig it Dig with it. Go deep. Apply it inward. See how far down it goes. Me telling a story of some crazy stuff going on is going to like have your eyes widen up. It's going to hit you emotionally in one place or another, and you're going to forget about it in 37 minutes. However, there's this reliance on stories for credibility and validity. And I get it. That's kind of part of it. But... Isn't that a little sad that we're putting so much faith and so much fake trust in hearing a story? I could have made some shit up. I could have I could have made something up which a lot of people I'm going to say it a lot of people do. They embellish. And you have had, and you have no idea. You have no idea. And it doesn't really matter. That's not the thing. The point is not the story. The point is how are you going to apply something? So, getting back to the the lecture, the presentation, I was really, it was one of those moments I think I'm going to look back on in however long from now and say like, yeah, that was pretty pivotal. There was a challenge. I was honest, stood in front of 75 people, said, I don't know, I can't, I can't, I can't tell you, I can't guarantee it, don't have anything for you. And I'm good with that right now. I'm good with that knowing, yeah, like I do believe in this stuff. 
I absolutely do. And the person looking for me to tell them the answer is asking the wrong question. They are asking the wrong question to the wrong person. And I wish I could, I don't wish, I, I would have, I want to be able to present that point better. Because everybody's looking for something. Most people, rather. Most people are looking for improvement. Most people are looking for something within their life. And where are we looking? To whom are we looking for, for, for these answers? Now, of course, it's easy to say, hey, look at yourself and look within. And yes, that's, that's the long and the short of it. But also, like, what are the conditions at play? What's the environment like that make people look to others? Well, yeah, there's the books. There's the videos. There's all of this stuff going on. I had somebody ask me, like, well, how do you improve your awareness? I'm like, well, I never improve my awareness by, you know, trying to do something while also scrolling through Instagram. How do you improve your awareness? Here we go. Do you have 60 seconds out of your day where you will do absolutely nothing? Like intentionally absolutely nothing and just pay attention. What about five minutes? What about an hour? My point of my, my, my point of saying all that is how often are we looking at ourselves? How often are we looking at what we're doing and, and, and how deep are we looking at? How deep are we looking at what are the actions we're doing and what are their impacts internally? And that really there's not a lot of there's not a lot of there's no 300 page book based off of that. So anyway, I'm really happy. I'm really happy that I um that I bombed, that I was challenged, that I I don't know. I'm 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 glad it wasn't like this the world's greatest speech and people were at tears at the end of it and standing ovation and and everything. You know. My ultimate um my mission was to provide something purposeful to everyone in there. And I probably didn't. How, what was the split? I have no idea. I have no idea. It's a heterogeneous audience and there's always going to be a spread. You know, I know for a fact some people, like I said, found it to be good right on. I know not really, but I know without a doubt that me personally, I I learned a tremendous amount. Um, not only from watching other speakers, uh, some super polished ones. And like, here's the deal. I'm not trying to be super polished. I think some of the more polished ones, I was thinking like, are you a human? Or is it like a robot? So... There's that, you know, and I'm not sure how many more 
lectures I'll give or presentations or whatever, but the authenticity piece really matters to me. And one of, one of the um, one of the people up there, super nice dude. He was like, "Hey man, there's only like ten tricks. They all do." And I kind of was like, "What?" He's like, "There's only ten tricks. They all do the same." It's kind of nice to see someone like not play by the rules of the ten tricks. And I was like, "Oh, I'm not sure if you're complimenting me or telling me I should do the tricks or what." But his 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 point was. And what he was making, it was like, you know, these 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 folks hear a lot of pitches. They hear a lot of speeches. They hear a lot of lectures. And they don't really have to hear anything, and they can pretty much script what's going to happen. And his his what he went on to say was that, like, when something deviates from what they normally hear, it's like, oh, this is different. This is interesting. I'm, I'm going to listen. And... I feel like that is that that's huge for engaged living because that's like that's the template that's the matrix that's the just you know assembly line type life and the unknown totally derails that the unknown you know erases the template and it's like, here you go. And um, that's that's a great concept. And for, for me, like, yeah, that was great to be in that unknown environment uh, in a room of super successful people and um, lots of experience and, you know, lessons learned and, and some of these and some for some folks like you know 40 years of doing business and others are newer and just the the diversity of the group was 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 awesome and um you know like what a cool experience for me i was really happy about that um and i learned a lot more from being challenged and from not really you know feeling like it was an a plus than by getting, uh, than by everybody ever saying, "Hey, that was awesome," which is which is great. And you know, I kind of was joking around a little bit, saying I bombed, and you know, somebody might be like, "Yeah, you did." Uh, somebody else might be like, "What are you talking about?" But I know I didn't fail, and that's not because I'm uh, I'm, I'm I'm refusing to accept failure. Like, no. That's not it. And it's not because I, I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm too proud to say I failed because I believe in failure. I believe it helps. But my take on failure is that I don't think failure is a past action. It's not about that. You performed. You stood, you st- stood up, raised your hand, stepped forward, gave your best shot. That's what you did. Failure is a label. Failure is a filter. Failure is not, in my mind, in this case, for most things, it's not about a past action. It's more so failure is a future inaction. And I will guarantee there will be action that I take personally as a result of my performance, of my raising my hand, of stepping forward of giving it my best. 
So I want to be clear that while I know it did not go great and, and you know Ted is Ted Talks isn't gonna be calling as a result. Is that actually how it works? I'm not sure. But anyway, um I refuse to form it into a failure. And it's not from ignorance or from denial. It's from commitment to growth. You know, failure, I think, would be running away. Failure, actually, you know what failure would have been? Failure would have been getting in my car and driving home and not staying there the rest of the three days. And trust me, it was not easy. Like, I, it was, there was, there were some emotional feelings that I had of, like, insecurities and ego and shame, embarrassment, uh, scarcity, like just, uh, there was, it was not, it was, it was not a comfortable spot. You know, ignorance is bliss, as it says. I try not to be ignorant. I try to work on the awareness and, you know, the awareness piece is always, uh, it, it, it's great. It leads to information, but you know, just recognizing something sometimes is doesn't actually do anything. Like for me, like I recognized some of the the the, the feelings that weren't so hot that I, w- I wasn't feeling great about myself. Um, and good, like okay, recognized it, but like, what are you gonna do? We well, you know what I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna fucking run home. I'm not gonna leave i'm not gonna go and only do the morning workout thing no i'm gonna keep i'm gonna stay in the fight i'm gonna stay in the arena and i'm gonna make sure i put myself in a position to learn um and so yeah it was hard for sure it was challenging absolutely um but what an awesome experience to be in, in in many ways on the receiving end of some of some of the things that I create for folks. And so I am I'm fired up, man. I am to quote Sherlock Holmes, the game's afoot. Uh and I'm I'm looking forward to 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 taking this and and having it be something I look back at and say like, yeah, that I can, I can trace that little breadcrumb trail back to that point, that lecture that week where I, I I learned so much. And you know, I'm, I know I'm going to, I'm learning. I, there are things that I will learn that I don't even know yet. And the only way to, to reap those is to, is to do, is to act, is to engage. And so, I'm fired up for that, man. I'm trying to contain myself and not swear all around, but I'm 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 pretty motivated. I'm pretty fired up. And I'm looking forward to uh yeah, to just to just picking it up and and doing great and and seeing what I'm at. You know, last thing before I before I wrap it up, there was a uh, a public speaker. He kind of gave like he actually kind of gave some of the tips, <laughs> some of the tricks. Uh but he was great. His, his speech was great and he was funny and, you know, certainly a a not an amateur like I am. And at the end of it, he said, he's like, you know, when I look back, 
and I think about the first 60 minutes of my first lecture, it's like, it's almost, it's it's just like, holy God, like, I am sorry that you had to sit through that. You know, and I thought that was cool. I thought that was really cool. And like, his first, the, the, you see the guy now and you're like, oh man, like he must have been what? He must have been what, born with it? No, no one is. But he stayed in it, stayed committed, had that resiliency, had that resolve, had that dedication, that commitment, that belief, the humility, the vulnerability to get him to where he is now. And in another 10 years, he's probably going to be better. And so, yeah, I'm pretty fired up to have that be, uh, to have that be some fuel for me. So a couple things to wrap it up. The big point that I want to make for today is that I don't think failure is a past action, but a future inaction. So if you look back at something you did that you're going to say you failed at, I understand like, Hey, yep. If you said you were going to save a hundred dollars today and you didn't, you, you could look at that. It's like, okay. And, and, and I get it. And I've failed things in the past air quote from a performance standpoint and from a standard. I didn't meet the standard. Yes, yes, yes. I get that internally though. Like if we look at ourselves internally, looking at failure, not as a past action, but a future inaction. With that, equipped with that, look back and be like, what are some things that I said to myself I failed at before? And what would a future action look like or a future inaction? And what was that like? And just kind of just kind of use that as a as a way to look back through some challenging experiences. Or maybe you're in something right now, currently. And it's like, what does failure look like now? Well, failure probably looks like, you know, sitting on my ass and not doing something or, you know, okay, letting, you know, shirking away from, from, from the thing. So anyway, just wanted to say that a couple things coming up. Uh, the process that I, I, I've talked about it on here. It's not the best format. I'm thinking about doing a training video and teaching it. If that is interesting to you, the between years process, then please send me a message and let me know, Hey, like I'd be interested in that. Um, if you wouldn't mind to like, shoot me a note, let me know what, like what's your attention span look like? Because I want to meet, I want to meet you where you're at. Like I, I, I don't, this, first of all, it won't be like some like online college course. Um, but what is your general, like, what, what, what's your attention span look like? What, what would a good time look like for you? I'm trying to get a little bit of a pulse before I just put something out there blindly. Um, so do that for me. If you want to reach out, it's at Bill Anthes or at Between the Ears, B-T-W-N, the ears. You can also email me, bill at betweentheears.com. I have a newsletter, the BTE Insider. I uh, just finished a four-part series on kind of how Between the Years began. I called it the origin story. Um, that's all up on Instagram and all that all that goody stuff. Please subscribe to it. It's going to be a good way to complement, I think, the podcast for a little bit slower and a little bit longer of a conversation. Definitely not the thumb scroll, you know, the half-second attention span. That is social media. Uh, so I'm trying to fight that fight. Uh, so that's a, that, that's how I'm trying to do it there. 
the BTE practice. I've been saying to folks, I'm going to get it up and running. Um, I'm also getting names for that. So if you're interested in that, that's the 12 week online personal development program has a weekly workout, a mindset focus, and then a journal practice. I think it's, I think it's really good. I think it was very effective. Um, the first folks that, that joined and did it had a good experience. Um, I'm starting that back up. Not quite ready for it yet. We'll be putting out more info probably at the end of the month over the next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, shoot me a note. Let me know if you're interested in that. I can put you on the list for uh, when I send out updates and stuff. All right, guys, that is pretty much all I got. If you want to chat offline or individually, the line's always open. Would love to hear um, from you something you found valuable, something you didn't, uh, and just and just chat and engage, man. So appreciate you listening. Have a great day, and uh, we'll be talking to you next time. All right, bye.